Welcome to The Thriving Life, where we help women navigate the world while wearing multiple hats. On this podcast, you'll be equipped with mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you lead your life, thrive, and have it all without sacrifice and burnout. I'm your hostess, Ume Oguta, and I'm here to make having it all less intimidating. So grab a seat, kick your shoes off, and let's talk. Hey, Thriving Family, welcome to another podcast episode. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I am so excited that you're here. My name is Uime and I work exclusively with moms who want to learn how to navigate life while wearing many hats. I help them create the life they want without sacrificing their health, career, relationships, and without burnout. The secret is knowing how to lead and thrive in what I call the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Today we're talking all about expectation attachment and I know it sounds like a very fancy word, but it's very simple and I'm going to break it down in this episode. I want to start off by saying that this is one of the many things that I see that keeps a lot of women, especially moms, from going to the next school. We're going to talk all about it. But first, what is expectation attachment? So for me, I describe this as your default thinking about anything. So it's always the way things should be, the way they ought to be, the way they have to be or it's nothing else. It's very rooted in black and white thinking when it comes to anything in your life. And the more we talk about this, you'll start to realize, oh, this makes a whole lot of sense, okay? So I was thinking about this because for so many of us, the first quarter of the year is done, right? You probably set goals and maybe you've sat down to kind of go over what is working, what isn't working. You may have reevaluated or maybe you haven't. And there's something that tends to happen when we go back and look at the things that we said we were going to do, you know, the plans. Maybe you had some kind of new year resolution. You may have had a new year intention or you may have just had some things that you wanted to accomplish this year. And when you take a look at that, sometimes it brings out thoughts that you may not even be aware of. And I think that one of the things I do very well is to help my clients who want to do more, but are not sure how to do it. So we work together to figure out the next step for them and lean into what they really want outside of being moms. Usually we'll start with a sales call. And on that call, you know, they'll get to tell me where they're struggling. And I love this moment for them because for so many of these moms, so many of these women, it's the first time they ever get to speak out loud about their deepest desires. And it can feel very vulnerable. So people will always, you know, come to some kind of realization. And that alone is freeing for them because now it's out there. They don't feel like they're holding this weight in their hearts or in their bodies, then we can create a plan for them to start taking steps to create that life without sacrificing their children. Because most times that's where moms tend to go. It's like, well, if I do this thing, then it means, you know, I'm not going to have time with my kids or it's going to take too much of my energy and then I'm not going to have time for my relationships. And all of that are just, they, they're not true. <laughs> so when we start working together, we'll set goals. And this is where I think that you can gain so much from my experience of working with my clients. Because what my clients will do is they'll ask me, well, how do we do it, right? What's the thing that I need to do? What's the next step? 
which is often so fascinating to me because it tells me a few things. And this is where you might be able to relate. It brings out all of the expectation attachments. (laughs) So we'll set a goal. And even though we have a plan, they still have thoughts that it needs to involve a lot more work than what we're doing. So they really want to brace for that extra time they'll need to complete all of the work. And I'm using all of the work here in quote. So you'll see moms who are like, well, maybe I need to create more time. I need to schedule things more. I need to do this. And I'm like, no, we don't need to do any of that. Some of us are also scared of making the wrong decision. So we want to plan to get it right so that we don't get it wrong. And this is your classic perfectionism speaking now. Or we think that the goal has to come in a particular way. So when I was asking first quarter is done, if you've done some kind of evaluation, you have thoughts. Maybe you didn't hit your goal and now you're thinking, well, I need to do more. Maybe I need to schedule some more. Maybe I need to go and do all of these other things just so the goal can be achieved. Or you have a particular way that the goal needs to come. I see this happen a lot when we're talking about money, even for me, right? So we think I want to be able to save this amount. I want to be able to purchase this thing. I want to be able to pay off debt. And then we think that the only way money comes to us, if you're working, it's going to come through my job, right? And because we're so narrow-minded, and this is not saying narrow-minded in a bad way, it's just showing the way that we're perceiving the goal, we're so focused on this one spot that we become blinded to the rest of the opportunities that are available to us. We become blinded to all the ways that things can come to us because we're so focused and chasing this thing. We're holding on to it. That's why it's an attachment. And because we're so attached to it, we fail to see how this is rooted in scarcity mindset. So scarcity is saying, well, we can't touch it. It doesn't feel concrete. That means it's not safe. And I tell my clients, we don't focus on the clarity right now. The clarity is how do you want to feel? How do you want to think? How do you want to act? That's where you're coming from. And this is defined by their self-image. So one of the things that we do when we start working together is just defining Who do you want to be? What's the identity that you want to have? Because your self-image is going to inform how you show up, how you think, how you feel, and how you act. So if you have that identity of being attached to expectations, it's going to show up. It's going to show up in the way you look at your goals. It's going to show up in the way you go after your goals. And it's going to show up in the way that you evaluate your goals And talk to yourself after. We see this coming up in our mothering experiences where we think, well, it needs to be this one way. What about health? I only need to eat this way. I can't eat those other foods. And then we make foods good or bad and we hate ourselves. We berate ourselves for not following some kind of eating plan. We think this is the way it needs to be. Moms are supposed to behave this way. Working moms are supposed to behave this way. Stay-at-home moms are supposed to behave this way. And we have so many shoulds and have-tos. And we just keep tying ourselves down to all these expectations that don't serve us. And that's why so many of us keep waiting for the right time. When the kids are older. When I've saved up enough money. When I'm less busy. When I have more time. 
you stay attached because you have these expectations and then you refuse to change your perspective about things even when the evidence is right in front of you. And now I get it because it can feel scary because what if none of that changes too? Then what? Having to change your perspective, choosing to look at things in a different light is scary. Not because it's bad or dangerous, but because it's new. Perhaps you haven't thought about that thing in that way before. And then your brain thinks, oh, how interesting. This is new. Well, let's get afraid. And depending on the way that you respond to fear, you'll do one of three things. You'll either just sit in indecision because you're frozen. (laughs) You don't want to do anything lest you die. Or you start doing all these things because you're in this fight mode, right? You get very defensive. And that's when you start buying all the courses and buying all the planners and doing more, 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 but it's still not going anywhere. Or you just flee. You're like, no, I can't do it. It's not the right time. Let's just wait for more evidence. Let's do some more research. (laughs) I have a client who likes to do this. And I told her, no, we're not, we're not doing any more research. Why? This is what our brains do. Your amygdala is that place where you tend to notice things that are new, that may feel unsafe, and she just goes crazy. She just goes off because she's trying to keep you safe. And it's not a problem. It is for you to recognize, okay, this is how I typically respond How could this be helpful for me? Because I'll tell you based on my experience and with coaching my clients, most times the things that we're waiting for to change, they never do. Sure, the kids will get older, but they still need your attention. You will always have the same 24 hours, so you're not going to get more time. You're not going to have 36 hours in a day. And the thing about time is that you create your own experience with it. You create your experience of time. So whether you go after what you want now or whether you go after what you want later, it's up to you. But the bigger question is, would you rather wait or would you rather take the chance now and give yourself that opportunity to be able to grow, to be able to change, to be able to create the life you want now and continue to live that way and gain the skills that you need to keep living that way for the rest of your life? That's the bigger question. So how are you abandoning yourself in pursuits of these expectations that you have of yourself? Because guess what? If someone set those rules up, if someone set those expectations about whatever you should be thinking about, then you can choose to believe them or not. You can decide not to participate. And just think about it. What would be different if you decided not to participate? If you decided those rules don't work for me, I can set my own rules. Maybe you wouldn't have to sweep things under the rug just like your mom or other moms around you or her mom before her. Maybe you'd actually be the one to say, you know what? There's a problem in this family because we don't ever talk about problems. We don't address issues. We just ignore them and then we gossip about it. Maybe you'd finally be the one to break the generational pattern of burned out moms. For yourself, for your children, for your friends, 
And I'm telling you, it's not the easiest thing to do because it's going to bring up a lot of your own stuff, right? Your people-pleasing tendencies, your perfectionistic tendencies, waiting for confidence, right? It's going to bring up where you feel worried, where you feel insecure, where you feel like you're not enough, all of it. But with all of that is an opportunity for more self-awareness for you. It's an opportunity for you to build trust with yourself. And for some of you, it might be coming home to your body, perhaps for the very first time in decades. I see this a lot with my clients who are struggling with food and body image and they're getting the help that they need. And once we coach, it's like, oh, who am I? For some of you, it might be just the first time you really get to know what you want. And it's a beautiful thing. And I truly believe that there's some of us who just that awareness is enough. And there's some of us who might need support. And then we must be willing to give ourselves the permission to get that support. Because I know this is an area where a lot of us struggle too, right? We think I'm not the one, you know, therapy is not for me. Counseling is not for me. Oh, people like me don't get coaches. But what if that's the next step? Will you be able and willing to give yourself that permission to do that? I'm really good at holding space for women like you. And I will tell you, you don't need more work. I actually encourage my clients to slow down, (laughs) which always takes them by surprise because it feels like nothing is happening. Again, if we go back to the amygdala, it's like, oh, there's danger. We need to be doing something. Why are we just sitting around? But we're not because in the slowing down is where we get to pay attention is where we get to get into that groove of knowing who you are and what you want. And once that's settled, you become unstoppable. (laughs) I will tell you that. And I would love to support you. I'll include a link in the show notes so you can sign up for a sales call with me. And if you're wanting more of this, you can also just get ready by joining my email list. It's titled Permission Granted. And every week, I provide weekly coaching pep talks, Sometimes I might do client cases and I give some actionable steps to help you ditch mom guilt, to ditch the people pleasing and the perfectionism so that you can create the life you want without burnout. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca forward slash join to sign up. Now I want to say expectation attachment is a normal tendency that we tend to have. It makes sense for you to hold on to what you think you know and what you think you can control because That is what we're being taught. That is the scarcity mindset that a lot of us have been born into, have been conditioned into. But it's also very valuable to start questioning how this mindset, how this attachment to these expectations that are somehow giving you this perceived sense of safety, it's valuable to start questioning how it may also be holding you back. Because trust me, there's a bold and audacious life waiting for you on the other side. And when you start to question those expectations, when you start to release them, then you can start to see all of the possibilities that are available to you. All of the ways that the life you want can be created without sacrificing the things that you think you need to sacrifice. That's when possibility becomes possible. (laughs) That's when there's hope. That's when you can start to put your action in motion because you're clear on who you are and what you want to be creating in this world, the life that you want. 
that's when you really get to thrive. And I want this for you. So stop waiting. Let's make a decision today. I'm so glad you were able to join me. Thank you for listening. And if this resonated with you, I would love to hear your big ahas and your takeaways. Take a screenshot and tag me at Olive and Bliss Wellness on your social media. And then I'll come find you and we can have a conversation. And if you haven't already, would you leave a rating and review so that other moms can find us and join us on this journey of thriving, not just in motherhood, but in life. Have an amazing week, my friends. I'll talk to you next week, but until then, keep thriving. 